0: Hey, Jeffrey.
1: Hey, Olsen. So you know how we're kind of losers? Uh, you can speak for yourself. All, All right, right. That, that works to, fine. You could speak for the both of us.
0: Yeah. So do you know that we also have loser friends who are dumb enough to join us on a Friday
1: afternoon? Uh, I wouldn't call them loser friends. I, w- I would call them friends, friends. of losers. <laughs> we, we don't need to put adjectives in front of the word friends there.
0: Yeah, I guess. But we've got friends with us! Welcome, friends! So we've got... Uh, Want to introduce yourselves? Or are we going to do it for you guys?
2: Anson, go first. Kelvin, you go first. (laughs) Already!
1: Anson goes first because uh, you can't keep going back and forth. It's not grade school. Anson.
3: We just introduce ourselves with the other person.
1: Okay, Anson, how about you introduce Kelvin, and Kelvin introduces Anson. All
0: right, this is pathetic. We've got Anson, who is a Leafs fan, which, I mean, you get some hockey in town, even though you can't go watch it. I don't know what that means. We'll talk about it later in the episode, and we've got Kelvin, a short Red Wings fan, and we all feel bad for you, but we really don't, let's be honest here, when it comes with the draft lottery, which we'll talk about after as well. Um, so before we start our episode... I just want to point out, I call Team second week in a row, I call Team I just want to point out that I am I am the picker of lottery balls and scratch cards from now on. This is like big brain moves. Um, but you know what else is a big brain move, Jeffrey? What else? Rick DiPietro's contract. That is a big brain move. That is the dream. If I'm ever going to retire pff, with how, you know, how the stock market is doing, I don't thought that ever happened. But, I would want to get paid a million and a half for eight more years.
1: Well, you know, some people, you know, have to, you know, make a living. And if someone offers them, what, 15 years and however much money you got, you accept the contract, right?
0: Oh, well, I mean, okay, yeah. So it was a 15-year, 67 and a half million dollar deal. And I get it. He retired because of injuries and that sucks and everything. But, I mean, Calvin, uh, Anson, if I offered you a million and a half for eight years to not do anything and kind of just – do whatever you feel like. Would you like that?
2: You could offer me that for four years, and I'll take that. I mean, you could also offer me that and a job, which I'm pretty sure the Islanders offered him. I'm pretty sure he was a scout for them for a while, too.
0: Okay, don't disrespect, yeah, don't disrespect Rick. He's currently the host of radio, or he was at least, for uh, ESPN's radio in, in Long Island or some of that. So, you know... Like, he's, wasn't
1: he on the checkers as well?
0: He was on the checkers for, like, a couple games and decided, you know what? Radio's more fun. I, <laughs> think about it. You kind of just, you know, you kind of just hang out and kind of do what we do, but in a professional sense and do prep, unlike me. So congratulations to Jeffrey. Big big pat on the back for Jeffrey. And um, you kind of get to complain. You know, as, a, as an athlete, you kind of are... Especially in hockey, you kind of just go with the flow. And like, yes, we dump and chase the puck very well. We have good teammates. But... On the bright side, when you're on radio, you get to be like us and be like, Climate Pledge Arena is actually a terrible name for Amazon to name the Seattle Arena. Like, okay, you got to admit, there was an amazing opportunity to call it the Rainforest, right? Like, come on. You're in the Pacific Northwest. Amazon owns it as sponsoring it. You couldn't name the arena the Rainforest. Make it kind of look like, what's it called? Uh, the Rainforest Cafe. Put one of those in there just for the themes and everything amazing, and you get you get to get your sponsorships done on point before the team is named, before the team is even decided upon, you've got the theme of it, anything, and if you name it the Kraken, you know, it's all this, like, nature and, like, Pacific Northwest vibe, which they're trying to go for. Like, how do you not name it the rainforest?
1: I think, uh well, I mean, people have heard my comments about the Climate Pledge Arena you know, last episode, Calvin, what's your take on, well, it's still proposed, the proposed name for the new Seattle arena?
2: See, oh, man, I mean, look, I think that the issue is they want a a big brand sponsor on it, you know? Can't just call it the Scotiabank Arena, and you can't just change that. You You, you need the brand.
0: Yeah, that's what you got: Amazon and the Amazon Rainforest. That's the brand yeah, yeah, right there. but then if you
2: called it the Amazon Arena, then then I'd get behind it, right? But if if you're just calling it the Rainforest, then then how how do people make that connection?
0: Amazon Rainforest Arena, done. But but the average person won't know that Amazon bid for yeah. the name. I mean. If you name it the Amazon Rainforest Arena, it just rolls off your tongue, right?
2: Yeah, but then then people might think like the actual, like Brazilian, folks decided to to name it. It's not it's not Amazon the company. at That point.
0: Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> just put the fucking <laughs> Amazon smiles arena,
2: <laughs> and
0: it's just a giant smiley face in the
2: front. Or you can call it the Bezos Arena. That rolls off. The top. Okay, but
0: I wanna point That's what I said. That's what I said. Okay, two things. First off, Climate Pledge Arena, you already don't know what Amazon paying for it. Second of all, Bezos probably has one that's his underground bunker for world domination. It's probably probably called Bezos Arena. You don't wanna really confuse that on the GPSs. Come on.
3: The center the center ice is just his head.
1: Just a picture of his head. It's
0: that picture of when he's like super jacked looking like Lex Luthor. Just it's him standing right there. <laughs>
1: I don't know. The rainforest. Like, that's a, that's a nickname. You're not going to name the freaking arena the rainforest. Yeah. Like, you're going to call it something else. Like, that's a little bit more formal. And then maybe you give it the nickname of the rainforest. I kind of like yeah. the swamp. Because I don't think krakens uh live in the rainforest or anywhere except in mythological books. But, uh, no. I think you, uh, Climate Pledge Arena is just a shit name for an arena. No one's going to want to go there. So, uh. Mr. Bezos, please change the name of uh, your arena there, please. Okay, but you got to give it
0: to them. Not the worst name they had, all right? Like, we know, like, what their idea is. Like, let's be honest here. There isn't a worse arena name than what they have in New Orleans. Let's call it the Smoothie King Center. No, like, at least we're better than the Smoothie King Center. So we're slightly better there. But, like... Come on, think about it. You you wouldn't have to worry about your catering services because you know Rainforest Cafe is gonna jump in there and be like, "Yo, I got this." Yeah,
2: but like, we'll make your shitty hot dogs and your overpriced beer. See, I think they just need to do what Pittsburgh used to do at the Civic Arena because that had a cool nickname. What was it? Like the the igloo? Like, do you want to go to the igloo? Like, that's pretty sick. Oh. But it's still called Civic Arena, so you still got that brand slapped on it. What's the brand? Civic Arena? Where's the brand here?
1: Now it's PBG and Paints. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fucking bad. That's fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, PBG Pates Arena. Talk about sponsorships. Oh, that's I mean, fucking bad.
3: that's the same for baseball nowadays, but that's a whole different story.
0: Okay, but like I gotta give it to them. At least it's not like the fucking fourth place that Scotia Bank or Rogers is sponsoring. Four hundred million dollars, though. I mean, hey, four hundred million dollars. Let's be honest: are they really making their money back?
1: No, they're just recouping their expansion fee, aren't they? Well, no. I'm How saying is, is, the NHL? is the
0: is Amazon making their money back?
1: They
3: don't need to.
0: But I guess it's also important to be the first one to name it, right? Like, let's be honest here. We're going to drag Kelvin and we're going to kind of shit on the Red Wings a little bit here again. But who calls it the Little Caesars Arena? Everyone knows it's. What's it called? What's the name that everyone calls it by, Kelvin? Look, I don't want to
2: talk about
0: it. What's the name of the arena that
2: everyone calls it? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Detroit is. Awesome and perfect in many ways. And if the arena nickname is the one downside, I am okay with that. I guess. Like, but you got okay, it. We'll we're, we're to something else
0: here. All right. So when you're like, I'm going to Scotiabank, the uh, Scotiabank Arena, you go to Calgary and you like, you want to Scotiabank Arena? They think you're going to the Saddle Dome. You go to Toronto, like, I'm going to Scotiabank Arena. Everyone's like, are you going to the Air Canada Center? That first name is the one that actually people give a shit about.
2: Let's be honest here. All right. Well, well, if you want to play that game, right? When when you're thinking about places to go for dinner, right? What what is always one of the options? Not Amazon,
1: I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Rainforest Cafe apparently.
2: Oh, buddy. <laughs> shitty food, themed cafe, my favorite. Hey, but you got those animal stickers all all along the walls. <laughs>
0: this is why i go <laughs> all right and with that you know complete loss of verbal complete loss of our train of thought i don't
1: know no. kevin was asking a question that you mm-hmm. ignored daryl yeah. oh what, what what did i ignore can't. what did i ignore
2: what what Kelvin. is like a, a food option that you would always choose when when you're considering places the amazon to go eat not Little Caesars will tell you that much. <laughs> right. But that that's why there's the nickname. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: fact that the fact that it's named the Little Caesars Arena doesn't make it any more likely I'm getting Little Caesars for dinner.
2: No, but now now you know that Little Caesars is a thing. That's why they have TV commercials. Yeah, but who looks at the commercials? Who looks yeah, at TV? you like click away the second <laughs> that there's an ad.
0: I feel like a boomer right now. <laughs> I
2: feel like a
1: boomer. <laughs> Wait. Also, before this episode started, what were you thinking for getting dinner
2: tonight? Pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but not little Caesars, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> right? But but aren't we talking about it? The advertisement is working, I tell you. Fuck.
0: (laughs) I've been bamboozled.
2: (laughs) I like having friends on this episode. I
1: love having friends when they support me and they don't support Alston, who thinks he's the star of the show. I
3: am the star of the show. And then Dylan Larkin goes to his friends and goes, You know where I play? I play a little Caesar's Arena. The
2: Pizza Palace, though. I'd want to go to a place (laughs) called the Pizza Palace. If there's no arcade games, I'm not going. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Chuck E. Cheese's over here, man.
0: (laughs) You're basically playing at a glorified Chuck E. Cheese, let's be honest here.
2: (laughs) Guys,
1: there's a pizza palace in Harrow Smith, Ontario. There's a pizza palace, subs and wings in Barrie. I think this calls for a road trip the next time we're allowed out to the pizza palace.
0: I'm not driving 24 hours to go to a shitty pizza shop.
1: Oh, Pizza yeah, Palace, um, we'll meet in you there. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll meet you there. Okay, find <laughs> it. And with that, let's start the show proper, shall we? You're listening to the Bag of Pugs podcast, part of the National Podcast Network. And we are back. So one of the things that we love doing is, at least for Jeffrey and I, is doing the Doomsday Clock, right, for the NHL. So for our new f- listeners and our new guests, the Doomsday Clock is the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. And every year they go, how close are we, to midnight. And midnight is when we all, apocalypse happens, basically. Um, so this year, the apocalypse is, I believe, 100 seconds to midnight. Um I don't know what that means, let's be honest, I'll be completely honest with you. It means that we're closer to to midnight than we have ever been. But for us and our purposes, how close we are to midnight is how close we are to canceling the season. So last episode, Jeffrey had 10 minutes and I believe I had 15 minutes. I'm going to let Jeffrey explain why he had 10 minutes in a second, but I had 15 minutes because I said it seemed like the NHL was okay with having two hub cities in Canada and not forcing one in Las Vegas which is great because look at the numbers here. Numbers don't lie. Las Vegas not doing so hot in terms of uh, the response to COVID-19. And it seems like they've kind of confirmed it. It's Edmonton and Toronto. So for me, my 15 minutes has gone to 20 minutes because it seems like Toronto, John Tory, the mayor, said there's a very comprehensive plan in place. Edmonton, it seems like they're kind of holding down the the fourth there ever with COVID cases. And it also seems like within the media, it's not just gaining steam anymore. Edmonton, Toronto, those are your two hub cities. So for me, that's all set in there. 20 minutes to midnight. What do you got, Jeffrey? Why would you get 10 minutes before? And where are you now?
1: Well, I mean, at 10 minutes before because I am the pessimistic one or slash the more practical one on this podcast. Um, even with Kelvin, I think Kel- Kelvin's pretty practical as well. So maybe I'm not the most practical now on this episode, but I, you know, you gotta be reasonable. You know, like the NHL season might start up, but it might not finish. So, you know, I'm like 10 minutes from midnight. But, you know, like with every passing day and there's no change in the plan for hub cities and stuff, I think you have to get more and more optimistic, right? Like if there's no change, that's normally a good thing. So I think I'm going from 10 minutes to now about. You know, I, I like the number thirteen, so I'm gonna say thirteen minutes from midnight. I'm a little bit more optimistic. I still don't think the NHL season's gonna finish. I think there's gonna be a second wave or something's gonna happen and the NHL might fuck up or something, but I, I'm at thirteen minutes from uh midnight. I gotta change it up a little bit. So here we have our guests here, Kelvin and Anton, and we'd really like them to share what they how far from midnight they think the NHL season is. So um Anton, would you like to tell us how far away from midnight do you think the NHL season is from blowing up?
0: I'm just going to jump in here first. Oh. I'm going to jump in here first while he gives us a second to think. Jeffrey, are you pessimistic
1: or practical,
0: or are you guys boring?
1: Uh, I would just like to say I am younger than you, so I'm not a boomer. So you can't say that. Um, I just think that I am safe, and I don't like to take a risk. And that's probably not good yes. in life. But, you know... Boring. I like it. All right, Anson, I'll go. take some risk in life, but uh, I'm not a boomer like Olson, who is older than me.
0: All right, Anson. Let's hear it.
1: Oh
3: man. So it's Edmonton, Toronto. Yeah. I think fifteen. Ugh. I think it's a fifteen because, like, you're not guaranteed to be like isolated from everyone else. Like Toronto a kind of a densely populated place, and if you put like fifteen teams in there. People are still going to go out, more or less.
0: Yeah. Do Edmunds- you want to defer yeah. it and have Kelvin go first? Probably. All right. I'm going to put Kelvin on the spot here. Man,
2: I, I gotta say, I, I think it's actually closer to like ten. I I like what uh, Jeffrey had to begin with, just because I like I kind of agree with what. Anson had to say and that I don't see like all of the teams with all the players being a, like having every single person have the discipline to stay in their hub. I just don't see it happening. it's like, I like, I feel like that second wave would come and then the NHL has no option, but to, to either play with like, like nobody, like with like half of a roster like, I, I don't see that happening. I think that at that point, they would just, like, pause it again. And then I don't see it resuming. I like to say
1: that uh, I was right that Kelvin is the more practical one. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Y'all
0: are no fun. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. Well, you know, I think, well, we're, we're, Anson, did you want to finish up your thought there on um what how you thought, like, how far away that you said 15 minutes before midnight?
3: I'm just going to throw snips and bits and see if it kind of sticks. But, like, my thinking is, like, like like you guys said, it's, like, no one's going to, like, not everyone's going to stay at, in the bubble. You can't. Because, like, like, like I said, people are going to go out, people are going to do stuff, and you won't have families there either. People are going to be, like, if people play in Toronto, they're going to be, like, I want to see my family one way or another. Maybe. So, with, but, like, you can't bring, however, like, what, 30, uh, 20 teams, 20 teams, families, members in the bubble
1: yeah well do you like the thing is i'm thinking in toronto specifically like we were talking about if you lock down exhibition place because i don't think they're going to have dx this year you could in theory lock down that entire area and make that like a place where they can like at least roam around a little bit but that's that's an area they could probably lock down like physically lock down and have decent enough security that they you know, if when they have to go to games and stuff, they can, you know, charter a sanitized bus from Exhibition Place to um the Scotiabank Arena, right?
3: But it's still, like, not the same as, like, the NBA and Disney World, because Disney World's, like, just one place. You can do whatever you want. It's all in one spot. But, like, with the NHL, it's, like, even you do Exhibition Place, there's still, like, the risk, quote-unquote, of going from Exhibition to Scotia.
2: See, like my my issue, I think with the whole thing is like, what if someone like Sidney Crosby or Connor McDavid gets COVID? Uh,
1: what happens if Austin matthew gets COVID?
2: Right. It's like, well, well, if that like player is like suddenly ineligible for like two and a half, three weeks, right? Like, what, like, what, what then happens with the whole? Do you just pause exactly? It? Right? Because like. You know, like, do you treat it as, like, some other injury? Because then what What if, like, half of the Edmonton squad gets it? Like, do they still even, like, And is it worth even playing those games? And if so, like, do they just defer that series?
3: It's a physical game, yeah. too. It's, like, it's not baseball where, like, people are naturally, like, 20 feet apart. Yeah. Hockey's, like, you gotta hit each other. So, if, like, if Tom Wilson has it and he starts bowling everyone over...
2: If Tom Wilson has <laughs> it, everyone he hits is going to get COVID. It.
3: <laughs> and that's just my thinking. Yeah. You can't. And you don't
0: know who has it. All right. I don't like this bashing of truculence going on we're not, right here. We're not
2: bashing the style like, that he plays. You don't know who has it. We're just saying that if he has it's it, just, then there's a good chance he would. Everyone's going to get spreads it. To a lot of other people.
0: If you're the NHL, do you just go, like, fuck it? <laughs> Half the league has it. Oh What are we gonna do? Might as well. Go well the other I think it'd
2: be cool if they just did split squads. You know, like if you're gonna do like preseason, like play like that.
3: No, they should do three on threes.
2: Yeah. Make, make a mini game out of it. Turn it <laughs>
3: into a shell. Just do three on threes.
0: Everything make it three on threes. Just have one massive game where one player from every single team is just trying to score on on two, you know, random cookies yeah. they bring in. And by the end of the game, the player with the most goals. Boom, Congratulations, you win the
2: cup. Connor McDavid.
0: Yeah, basically. But then imagine if it's Connor McDavid and then you all like you have some like underground alliances going on there. So Connor McDavid's streaking down the ice, 29 people are lined up to hit him. <laughs> you know, i pay for that. Okay, we would you not pay like 999 for that pay-per-view to watch that? I would. <laughs> I'd pay 99 for that.
2: To watch Connor McDavid just get absolutely smashed to bits.
0: I mean, it doesn't have to be Connor McDavid, right? You could just see like it, it would just be a wild. It'd be like King of the Hill, basically. I feel like Ovechkin would just dominate that one. No, was a Dano Chara because everyone would just bounce off him because Dustin Buffon isn't in this anymore.
1: <laughs> At least we don't have to worry about that's Drew what Doughty. correct. I, <laughs> cool.
0: I wouldn't want I wouldn't want Drew Doughty on the ice. First off, it would be Anze Kopitar, but I wouldn't want twenty nine or thirty other guys stre- careening into him. That just seems like an injury waiting to happen.
2: Well, it's like playing Red Rover, like in elementary school, but now it's with but like NHL it. players.
0: Yes, and wearing knives on their feet.
2: Yeah,
3: and Connor McDavid going to throw forty kilometers an hour.
0: Yes. So basically, what I'm hearing is Red Rover, but with speed limits that are identical to driving speed limits in school residential zone. areas, school, school zone. zones, with knives on your feet. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. LA Kings, so we can set this one out, okay. Detroit, <laughs> even the though right I would LA LA love King. to watch this.
3: <laughs> Columbus can't take any more injuries. I'll just say that.
0: But, you know, like, think of the fantasy stats on that one.
1: By the way, how's your guys' a fantasy league?
0: Oh. We are not talking about that because I'm pretty sure I am near last, if not last. <laughs>
1: hey, no. and, and, and what's the punishment? What's the punishment?
0: For, uh... We uh, we are not buying drinks because this is extraordinary times. You know, we got a social distance, so you know we're really doing our part here.
1: But you can order delivery, right? Yeah, LCD we can, but offers. we're not going to Free no, no, Austin, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Anson and Kelvin there because I know they they're impartial in this. <laughs> I mean,
2: I.
3: LCBO offers delivery. That's all I'm gonna say.
2: And you know, I I would like to see you in person again, Olsen. That that would Aww, be nice.
0: But we have to be respectful and do our part. And uh, you know, I, th- I think I can do my part by not buying drinks. So uh, I'm you're welcome, guys. I'm really really giving out my all to really make sure you guys can uh, can help out. All right, so. Um, Speaking of fantasy sports, Jeffrey, we've got our friends at Ultimate Franchise. What do they do? Why don't you tell Calvin and Anton what our friends at Ultimate Fantasy, Ultimate Franchise, UFF Sports,
1: do? So uh, at UFF Sports, they've kind of got like their own fantasy system. It's kind of like be a GM, except you have your own. Uh, it, it's like yeah, be a GM on like those NHL games, but basically um, you own the team. And each of your players actually have kind of a worth. And you can actually bet on, you know, basically how well your team does. You can win money from it. And they've already finished up their, uh, I think they called it the Corona Cup. Where they basically took all the teams, their fantasy teams, put the, put them on NHL 20. And had them play simulated games. And that turned out to be quite fun. But right now, um, they're actually looking for people to sign up to be scouts. So what you can actually do in the scouting system is... You know, I was talking to about this before with also, but say like, you know, like a kid who's in their 15 or 16 playing AAA right now and you think, hey, they have a decent chance of, you know, playing the OHL juniors or something. You can uh, make a profile for them, turn them into an actual player within this UFF sports um, environment, and you can actually sell them as a prospect once they reach, you know, 18 and sell them to one of those fantasy franchises. So right now they're kind of looking for scouts. So if you're interested in you know fantasy sports, fantasy hockey, scouting all that stuff, uh, you should definitely check out UFF Sports. So they're at uffsports.com, and also what's what's their tr- Twitter?
0: Their Twitter is at uffsports. That wasn't uffs S P O R T S. And Jeffrey, what's our Twitter?
1: Uh, I don't know what is our Twitter, there, Anson.
0: Oh boy. It is at BOP underscore POD. Saved your ass I got you. Um, So speaking oh, about okay. drafting players, we're going to run back to the lottery. And uh, one of the big reasons why we brought our friends in today is uh, because Detroit kind of got screwed over. And uh, this is your time to
1: shine, Kelvin. No, no, no. What no, do you no, got? Let's explain it properly. So the original all right, all reason right. was last night, a group of people were like, oh, the Rangers can win the Stanley Cup and get the first overall pick. And last Everyone week we talked won. about that and oh, Foster tried to explain it to me. But uh, clearly, uh, and so he thought he needed some backup for this episode to explain it to me how the Rangers could win the Stanley Cup and also have the first overall pick. And alas, Anton, our great friend Anton, finds a beautiful link that says, no, it's impossible. So now they're kind of stuck. It's mathematically
3: not possible.
1: Yes. And so, see, I love having friends on the episode because they back me up when <laughs> he goes off on a tangent and is stupid and makes up stuff that he doesn't prepare for. So I
3: hated when I found that article. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah, you know, like I think we all hated it. We wanted more chaos. But, you know, now our friends are here and they can't back up Olsen. So now they are here for another purpose of being my support now. So. You know, also you can go back and talk about the Detroit Red Wings there.
0: Before we do that, so what is the new ultimate chaos theory that I'm cheering for?
3: Pittsburgh gets left on the air. Edmonton, Edmonton gets left on (laughs) the air.
0: No, 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 yeah, or Edmonton. I feel like Edmonton's
3: the bigger chaos theory.
0: Or, or
3: Leafs.
2: The Leafs needed to have. No, no.
3: Yeah, four years, four years from now, Kyle Dubes is going to pay him eleven dollars in signing bonuses again.
0: I would take $11 in signing bonus. It could be $11 million, but $11 seems a lot better. Does it
1: here wear the number 11?
0: I mean, maybe, but like, if we're doing it by that range. Hey, Conor McDavid, do you want a $97 million
2: signing bonus?
1: No, he'll sign for 11097000 That's how you do it. That's how the martyr did it.
2: Or or you can do what Willie Nylander did with his contract. <laughs>
3: Pro <laughs> oh, my
2: God. He got
3: paid like eleven million for sitting half the Ultimate season.
2: Stud. He's like near That's See, power growth. If, if the Leafs buy him out, I'd say he's almost at Rick Di Pietro's level. I, um... <sighs> Why would you buy him out? <laughs> well well that but but if they were to He's like the last contract.
0: mm. Actually, I think Austin Matthews would disagree with the last contract. (laughs) And we're going to come back here while I figure this out. But So, one of the big news things was that uh, when Detroit gets called um, uh, at fourth, you just see uh, Stevie Y just pulled his list and uh, the NHL just made his (laughs)
4: list.
0: (laughs) All of the NHL just made his list. Um, As a Red Wings fan... Please tell me about your heartbreak so I can laugh at you. <laughs>
2: <sighs> the heartbreak is a, a couple Jeez. years running now, man. You know, we we just wanted a little bit of help, you know, but uh help never came. And you know what? That's that's okay. You know, we've we've only dropped a couple spots every year between the lottery and the actual draft, you know, from from first to to fourth. Uh, down to six last year down to six the year before that not not a big deal you know we got Philip Zadina out of it decent but you know I I would like to see the lottery changed so that it's a bit uh, bit friendlier to the uh, to the teams that are currently rebuilding.
0: I just want to point out, you got out-tanked by a team that's
2: still in the playoffs. Okay, look here.
3: <laughs> well, they're not in the playoffs, per se.
2: Yeah, they're, they're still playing. They're still in. playing. It's not a playoff quite yet.
0: For as much as you get shit on the Kings, you got out-tanked by the Kings.
2: See, I don't think the Kings tanked. I think the Kings are just bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are rebuilding. We have a number one. Yes, Kelvin. Obstacle. Yes,
2: Kelvin. Tell him the
0: truth. You... <laughs> We have the number one prospect pool. Uh-huh. All right. We are building it the right way. None of this fly by night, you know, retooling process.
2: So are you telling me that Drew Doughty didn't give his all this season?
0: <laughs> yes. If you look at his event stats and you watched him play, <laughs> yes. <laughs> could have could have pushed it a little bit, you know, a little bit more. But uh, you know, if there's a season for him to take take a season off. This one probably is oh, it. Oh man.
2: I don't know, man. I, I saw quite a bit of passion.
0: Okay. The only passion that he had was against <laughs> the flames.
3: I mean him and Matthew Kachuk are pretty good
0: buds now. Let's be honest here, all of the NHL are probably pretty good buds. The only one I'd be like, eh, maybe would be like Brad Marchana and like PK, where they'd be like, so and just walk the other no, way.
2: I, I think some of the teams genuinely dislike one another. Like, I
0: do, though,
2: well, like, like, I don't think like they're to the level of like buddies, like you would say they are like, I I think you're kind of like implying that like off the ice, like they, they like, you know, like text one another or like chat, like, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think some people genuinely like, don't talk and it's like a choice that they made.
0: You don't think they have just, like, a WhatsApp chat where they just all kind of just hang out and be like,
2: hey, I don't man, think they use WhatsApp, I'm first to of town. The
0: Where can I go get some, I don't know, I'll get a slice of pizza? Like, you don't think there's that chat?
1: Uh, probably, like, you might know, like, a guy on a team. Or, like, you might know a guy who knows a guy on the mm-hmm. team. And you might be like, hey, do you have any suggestions? But, like, this is, like, 600 employees. I don't think there's a WhatsApp for 600 employees. You're going to have a WhatsApp for each department. Which is each team. And maybe, you know, you have some workout buddies from the summer that, you know, you might come in contact with, but not everyone's gonna be everyone's friend. Yeah. You know, like there's people you don't like, at the time, right? So That's true. India I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. In the end I think, you know I think that, you know, there's definitely buddies. There's definitely some hatred. But you know, publicly they won't say anything yeah. bad about it. Wait, All
3: so right. I just found this thing where it's- it shows the most draft spots moved up or down since 2016. I don't oh. uh, <clears throat> I don't like this chart. Um uh, so for, the one who's moved up the most is placeholder E with 11. <laughs> they moved up 11. Um number 2, Philadelphia. That's fine.
0: They got Nolan Patrick. Okay, but here's here's the thing that when I'm looking at this it seems like they're all just like one major bumps until you get to, for example, New York, New, uh, New Jersey. Sorry, So, you know, the f- teams up top are placeholder the E, Philly, Carolina, Chicago, Dallas. And all of these have, e- have gone up in one draft by at least five spots. If you take out Dallas, they've gone up at least nine spots. So these ones are all just like, you kind of just jumped out, right? right? But if you look at New Jersey, you get uh, 2017 went up four spots. That's to pick up Heesha, right? I believe. 2017? Yes, yep. I believe yeah. so. Yep. 2019, they went up two spots and they should went down one spot. Like there's a nice consistent level of luck there. And then if you look on the other side, we look at our friends in Vancouver who went down two spots, 2016, three spots, 17, 18 minus one, 19 minus one. And then we have our friends in Detroit where our, they have never gone
1: up a spot. Maybe in 2016, they broken. didn't qualify. Maybe the draft lottery is broken in the sense that the top the three worst team never end up with the first three picks, right? That's the problem. It's consistent. Yeah, yeah the draft lottery doesn't actually help you if you tank.
2: Like it's the, actually worse because the, there's always a team that jumps up.
0: Yeah, Toronto would like to argue
1: differently.
2: Yeah, well, just because They're Toronto the wasn't neutral, the team though. that jumped up doesn't mean that that's not the case with the lottery.
1: No, but like you'd expect that. Well, I mean, like it's still a small sample size, but you would hopefully like to see like the three bottom teams win the three like lottery picks. Every like the for the at least once it like one at least one iteration it should have had you know no one jumping up really high right, like we've seen in the last four years we've seen those four we've seen four teams jump up from like this isn't like that they're you know oh, it's only a three like three place jumper. This is nine or 11 place jumps right so like maybe the lottery system is broken right like it should be like you know it should be like the bottom seven bottom eight teams that should be jumping up not like teams that are, were like four or five points away from the playoffs.
0: I just want to point out we're gonna go back to theme of what Austin likes to shit on the most and um, there's only one team that's been in the draft lottery for last five years in a row. Only one. And it's not even the Ottawa Senators. It's the Buffalo Sabres. So we're going to go back a couple of weeks when we're saying how the Buffalo Sabres are just a big dumpster fire. This is the confirmation that they're just a massive dumpster fire. They're the only team that has been in the draft lottery for five years in a row.
1: In other words, they're, they're the only team in the last five years who hasn't made the playoffs. Yes. face Is, is it? it? No,
0: because they, no, they could have traded their pick away.
2: That's some teams could have traded their picks away. The first round pick. I mean, uh, Jack Eichel. I'm pretty sure has realized that he has not played very much. Playoff I mean, hockey. yeah,
3: like just look at his uh, sparkling playoff
0: record of zero it's, and zero. It's sparkling. I mean, at this rate, does he just like will he play a playoff game before he retires? I think so. Yes. Like, but is it with Buffalo? No. <laughs> can Can you just pull out Ilya Kovalchuk? Retire. Go play in the KHL for a couple years. Come back. And just sign with it a winning team. <laughs>
2: I I don't think he has to do that though. Like he's it, hasn't he already gone and said like he's he's not happy with with where the team is right now. She and what is Buffalo before, like, gonna do? Buffalo
0: years. is gonna be like, yeah, man, sucks.
3: You're here for another six years or seven years. I don't know how long his contract is at this point, but you're here for that long. Yeah, we don't have to trade you.
0: But I mean, let's go backwards a little bit. So. Kelvin, how does it feel like to be the
2: Detroit Red Wings fan again? fucked again. You know, there there are words that I would like to say that I I will not. Oh, well, say. this is an explicit podcast,
0: man. Go for it.
2: <laughs> it's an explicit podcast. You know, I I think it's it's best for my own sanity that I I don't. I will say that the lottery does seem rigged towards not actually helping the teams that need the most help, and that I think if the lottery was either revamped or taken away altogether, that the teams that genuinely need some high-quality picks will finally have a shot at them instead of shooting in the dark.
0: All right, so one of the things that we do to figure out what we want to talk about is go on Reddit. <laughs> or at least that's what I do. Jeffrey kind of does a lot of prep. I just go like, what's on Reddit? What's happening on Reddit? So one of the things that we stumbled on is by username, come back to Uzbekistan on our slash hockey. Um, and it's, you are LA's GM. Detroit calls you and says, hey, for your second overall pick, we'll offer you the fourth overall pick and our second, third, fifth, sixth, and seventh pick. They're not going to offer you the fourth because they don't have their own fourth. They have their own second, third, fifth, sixth, and seventh. So Detroit would end up with the second overall pick. They're picking uh, Edmonton and Washington's second round pick, San Jose's third round pick, and Edmonton's fourth round pick. All right. And LA would have all their picks and and the fourth overall pick. So they have one first, one first, Four seconds, three set, three thirds, two fourths, two fifths, two sixths, and two sevenths. Jesus Christ! Would you do it? Would you do it if you're LA's GM? I mean, I'll start. I'll start with my thing first. I'll you're the I LA
1: GM, else. Kelvin is <laughs> Steve Eisenman. You're Rob Blake. So Kelvin's sending you to Steve. If
2: if but if I were Steve Eisenman, I wouldn't offer that. Like the. Like this draft is no so sense. deep enough at the top where it's like even if we're picking fourth, like I'm okay with that. Like if I were picking sixth, then I'd be like, okay, well maybe now now I need to to beef this up a little bit. But fourth is still all right.
0: I mean, like if I'm LA, I I'll be honest with you, I might say no, I might say no, just in the sense that yes, having more draft picks would be nice, but unless I'm planning to move like crazy. I don't need four second-round picks, right? We have the deepest system in the league already. Unless I'm, like, when you have all this depth, you kind of want more high-end prospects, right? So unless you plan to move some of those second-round picks to back in the first-round picks or whatever, and get more high-end depth, I'm not exactly sure if I want to do it, right? Like, four second-round picks, I I don't really need four second-round picks. I might as well get a higher quality player and just stick with the three seconds I have.
1: I think the jump from fourth to two in this draft isn't as significant as, um, so like this, Four to one. this This was based on the Neil Yakupov, like the Ryan Murray between the Islanders and the Columbus, when the Islanders wanted to jump from fourth to second. And that's what they were kind of offering. So, but like the difference back then was Griffin Reinhardt to Ryan Murray, which, you know, in the end, I mean, Ryan Murray hasn't turned out that great because of injuries, but there's still significant difference in talent compared to what the fourth and second overall pick will be this year, right? Like, it probably would be the difference between, like, a Quentin Byfield and a Jamie Drysdale. Like, I think the difference in talents is not worth that many pinks. So, like, if I'm Detroit, I don't think Detroit would ever offer this, right?
2: Yeah. Cause, like, cause you'd have to say, like, Byfield is better than Drysdale. Plus all of the picks. Plus, which is yeah, just that, not that tree. Yeah, like that. That's a massive risk to take on by field.
0: I mean, if you look at the twenty twelve draft, where this is kind of based off of, if you're Islanders, that's still a good idea. If you look at how many game, so from the New York Islanders twenty twelve draft, the only two players that were really of note was their first over, first round pick Griffin Ryan Hart, who played thirty seven games and had two points. And uh, third round pick, Adam Pellick, who had 61 points in 247 games. Oh, In return, they got 110 points in 347 games with Ryan Murray. It kind of still makes sense for them to be like, look, I'm going to give you the bank.
1: Yeah, but that draft was like, the first four picks were kind of screw-ups though, right? So I think... It wasn't the greatest draft. That was a weaker class than this class.
0: I mean, there's some depth in the class. I
1: mean, fifth overall was Morgan Riley. So I yeah. think people just fucked up in the top. But like, you're talking about the value of a second overall pick and not the actual player here, right? And I don't think, like, given the days now that the, it seems to be you want to collect as many assets as possible, I think a team wouldn't be offering that many draft picks. Like, they're not going to try, you know. A Herschel Walker trade where they trade all the draft picks for just one asset. You want to have as many assets, even though they might together might not be as much talent, but you're, you want more lottery tickets in the lottery, basically.
0: Okay, I guess my question here is for for uh, Kelvin.
1: Let's say the
0: LA Kings offer you the first, the first round pick uh-huh. for your first round pick and uh, your own third. So you still get to keep San Jose's third. I guess the lower of the two picks, San Jose or Detroit. So it'd be Detroit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so the lower the thirds, and your first to move up two spots. Do you do it?
2: Ooh, see, that I might consider, because that that I would say is not not as hefty of a of a price to pay to move up two slots to be able to pick who you actually want.
0: Because let's be honest here, the draft only really begins with the second overall pick, right? The first overall pick yeah. is kind of like decided. Yeah, well, it's... and if. They pick go out of the blue and be like, we take Quentin Byfield. The LA Kings just go, yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> you change your mind about that. Yeah. We are gonna keep this. Well,
2: yeah, like the draft is between two to five, right? Yeah. So like yeah, I mean I like that that I would do. Like if it if it's a first for a first and a third, then then I'd I'd probably take that.
0: Cause like, let's be honest here, the Kings really don't need a second overall pick. All right? They're so low like we brought this up last week. Like their their best case scenario is to move down and get Drysdale. Because we know it depends defensive prospects. I I mean that's what I'm thinking. Maybe a first or third. What do you guys think? Anson Jeffrey first for a first and a third the lower of the two would you do it if you're Detroit?
3: If I'm Detroit for Yeah. So fourth overall and, and
0: the third round pick, which I don't remember, which was lower, Detroit or San? Doesn't matter pick. really. But I think it's Detroit's yeah. lower. Yeah. yeah. If I'm Stevie, Y, Yeah, I do it. Yeah. And so we got conflicting there, Jeffrey. You said no. What, wait, how come? wait.
1: F- f- who, which point of view am, are are we talking about? You are Steve Eisenman. Will I offer a first and a no. third? No. Would
0: you take it if Rob Blake calls you and says, "Hey, Steve"? I'll offer you my second for the fourth and the, I don't even know what number that would be. Um, the
1: third round pick, the, the best 70 one.
0: Something, 60 something, 70 something, yeah. 63. 63. Would you do it?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So for sure. That's not as hefty of a price. That's a that's a steal to move up yeah. two <laughs> spots at high in the draft and all you have to give up is a third? That's a steal. Absolutely. You
0: you th- would, you, would you do it for a second? As well, first and a second.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two or two spots. Yeah. Well, that because, because because then you actually get to decide how you want to rebuild.
0: But I feel like the talent difference between two and five isn't that big. But like, but it's big. Who it's would significant you pick with that second that,
3: rounder? Yeah. Or third rounder, or both. Like you give them the first the fourth overall second round and and third round, like are the two players from the second and third round going to make up the difference?
0: Okay. So Jeffrey, we've we've looked at this before where we said kind of, we kind of quantified the value of draft picks, right? Yeah. I'm wondering if you add the two quantities together between the first and like a second or a third, I wonder if it's similar for the two picks. I know that there's a big drop off from the first picks. Like once you go later on in the draft, the valuations is kind of like less and less, which makes sense. Um, but a first and a third—I don't know, man. Early third is kind of like a late second. If you even make it a second, it's basically getting two first-round picks for it, right? It's high enough for it's kind of because you—you know—in the end, where it's like you see guys who are rising and falling within the draft. Generally speaking, the top five picks are usually like eh, maybe their first, maybe their second type of guy, right? So like, unless maybe you're picking at like a late first with a with a regular first to move up two spots, you would do it.
1: Um, to me, I'm like I'm just looking at like. The best idea of knowing what's going to happen in the present is looking at past history. And yeah. you look at for last year, Philadelphia traded up from 14th to 11th, and they already had to give up a second round, right? And the difference yeah. is between Cam York and Victor Soderstrom, which it's not a big difference, but there's still a little bit of a difference. So now you're telling me from fourth to second, and all I have to give up is a second. Not the biggest Deal to be honest, like I would think, like if you're Rob Blake, you're asking for a first, first, second, and third at minimum, plus two, two in order for if you're going to trade down. To be honest, like I don't think if you're looking at past history and all it takes was a second to move up three spots in the teens. If you're talking about a top five pick, you're asking for a lot more than just a second, or even a second and a third. Like you might be asking for two seconds.
3: But also, like I think. The two teams are in like two very different positions. Like the Kings don't need to draft for the best player; they can draft for position. But yeah, so this is why I'm saying Detroit. The team would
0: offer something like this right.
3: But Detroit, it's like I don't care what I get; I get something. I might as well get the second overall.
2: Yeah, like. Like, I
3: would I would get the second overall if I was Detroit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like that's my thinking. Being able
2: to choose how you want to rebuild is worth that second round pick than to just be like, okay, I know I'm gonna get some quality out of this, right? Like,
0: I mean, you're gonna get quality regardless. I think like for the Kings, it's more just like, look, we have all this four depth already. You might as well pick up some like defensive depth. You know, chances are we can probably get Jamie Drysdale at four. Right, but what... Uh, what which and, is the consensus on one defense, but then pick him another, you know, lower yeah, down defense. Yeah, but
3: that's, like, the Kings thinking. It's, like, if, or, like, per, per se, it's, like, they could. They does, it's not the biggest issue, but for, like, Detroit, it's, like, if we get Byfield, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. But if we get Drysdale, it's, like, it's good. It's not fantastic. I think I that's a good I would like argue that...
0: I would argue Detroit might not even may not even take Byfield.
3: Well, yeah, but it's just like they have a choice. I don't like think Drysdale's going to
1: fall to Detroit. I think Ottawa is going to throw these shit.
0: I'm not the trade. That's
1: right, yeah. They're going to take Drysdale third and then take Rossi or Peretti at five.
0: Yeah. Oh, if, if we do this and then Drysdale gets taken at third, I'd be heartbroken. <laughs> I would be heartbroken.
1: Like if Ottawa is being like, I think Ottawa, the best choice for Ottawa would be to take Drysdale at three instead of taking the leftovers of Byfield and Suzo and then that way, they get I mean, the a defenseman. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart it's thing to do. A idea, it's a smart thing you know, to do like, if you yeah. want to do it.
0: But the thing is, if we look at Ottawa, like they're they've got depth and young depth in defensemen too, right? They've got they've got Lassie Thompson, Eric Brandstrom, you know, Christian Yarros. like they've got. Defensive depth.
3: Shabbat. Right? Shabbat.
0: Right. Right. So that's five defensemen right there. And then if you look at, you know, they're really not got too much on the left side. You know, they've got, you know, Vitaly Abramov, and you've got, I don't know,
1: <clears throat> Brady Kachuk is yeah, number one. Why are they going to replace Brady <laughs> Kachuk right He's away? Not
0: now. Prospect. He's not a prospect at the I'm looking at prospects, right?
1: Oh, is Brady Kachuk not a prospect because he turned 20?
0: No, I think because he's a lot
1: NHL player. You know what I mean. Is he too old for the game? Yeah, is he too old now?
0: I think once you hit the no longer in contention for rookie of the year and you're consistently playing in the NHL, I think you're not a prospect anymore. And, you know, of course, age. But, like, age is, like, I put 25 and under. But But he's consistently in the NHL, so I don't think he's a prospect anymore.
1: But the thing is, like, yes, you have, you know – depth in defensive prospects, but you don't have that number one yet. Like Brandstrom, you know, he could be that number one guy. But in your
0: argument you have Thomas Shabbat.
1: I know, but you need a guy to play beside him. Oh, is Shabbat not a prospect? I thought he played he's plays in the NHL too much now. He yeah, doesn't count as a prospect, prospect anymore. So stop talking about Shabbat. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a you know,
0: if you look in the future.
1: I know. So yeah, like the thing is I, I think it makes more sense for Ottawa to take a defenseman than to go for two forwards. Because I think they have more forward depth than they have defensive depth. So,
0: But I'm wondering, is Jacob Bernard Docker number one? Hmm? Is Jacob Bernard Docker number one?
1: Number one forward? No, he's a defenseman. For who? Ottawa, in the future. Uh, I think that, no. You don't think so? No, I think he's a 3-4. He,
0: okay. I don't know, I feel like maybe, maybe because... The world juniors kind of hyped him up a bit more. I could see him as like a two three.
1: Uh, maybe it depends how he develops over in um the NCAA. I think that's where he's playing right now. But like, yeah, he yeah,
0: especially UND.
3: I I wouldn't look at world juniors as like a measuring point.
0: Oh yeah, you definitely can't. But um, but like you know, me watching, I got hyped for it. <laughs> i will be mean, honest with you, I got like... hyped for it.
3: Not gonna lie, it's like when Ottawa drafted Curtis Lazar. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be fantastic." And then, like two years later, you're like, "This guy is okay."
1: What team does Curtis okay, Lazar play for now? Okay, hang on, let me say. Is okay, still
3: means okay, still means he can just you know skate loops around us and everything. But okay, in uh NHL terms,
1: yeah, like he he's he's not he's a depth guy could be a KHL guy in the future type of thing. Like, more more is expected of him. And you're right. I think when you're looking at the World Juniors, it's who's the best player at 19 or 20. It's not necessarily who's the best prospects, Not always.
3: But would I do that trade in terms of giving all those picks for the f- second? Why not? Yeah. Fuck it. As Stevie Y, yes.
1: <sighs> Here's your answer, Olsen. Yeah, I would.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, it's like this is all a pipe dream, right? I think, I think once we, an offer like this is made, you'd have to, like, you know, look into be like, you would have to expect and understand how LA values their players. So again, this is all hypothetical. You know, we can't. What we come up with is probably much less educated than what they have <laughs> or they figure <laughs> out. Let's be honest here. Um, and one of the things about you know being a podcast and not being a professional. Um, NHL team working for it is that we have to have a platform to talk about hockey and my ramblings and let me be the start of the show and our friends over at Anchor have allowed us to do that and uh, we just want to talk about how much we love Anchor and we are back so while we were figuring out the ads, Jeffrey was complaining about, also, that was a terrible transition. And let's be honest here. There's a couple signature events that happen in every of our podcasts. I lose focus and I go on a tangent. Um, I shit on one of the teams where I think aren't doing so so well. Um, and I have tre- terrible transitions like I'm doing right now. And I think that is a signature event of our podcast. What do you think, Jeffrey?
1: Well, I was hoping that having, you know, more people on this podcast would help with the conversation and would help with, you know, the transitioning of topics a little bit easier, but it seems to me that Austin is too selfish for himself and does not care for others. So, um, it's think- all about me. Yeah, it's It's the Austin
0: it's the Austin and Friends podcast show hour.
1: Basically. Unfortunately, yeah. I, I'm sorry, Kelvin and Anson, that this is such a terrible at- environment for you guys right now that Olsen right. is being a self.
0: It's the Olsen podcast hosted by Olsen, featuring Olsen and friends um, with preparation done by everyone but Olsen. You know, just this is the Olsen awesome hour.
3: Yeah, this is like, <laughs> is, is this what it's like to be like, I don't know, Crosby and Genzo and then friend.
0: I mean, Kunitz have won how many cups doing being the friend? He was on the Olympics roster being There you go. He got he won cups and won gold medals as Crosby's buddy.
1: Anson, don't do don't help him with his ego and make him compare himself with Crosby, please.
0: I just wanna point out I just wanna point out But he's a boomer.
3: You can go with that.
0: <laughs> I just wanna point out that Chris Kunitz is in the conversation at least to be a Hall of Famer because he has one World Championship silver, one Olympic gold, and four NHL cups because it's four has Crosby's friends. He is four.
1: I thought he had three. He had one with the Ducks. Oh my god. When he was guts Laugh, and Perry's quote-unquote friend.
0: That's all I'm saying. He was friend, and he's in the argument for Hall of Fame. I don't think he makes a Hall of Fame, but, I mean, if he fame? wasn't friend... I don't know if he makes the hall.
2: He makes the conversation. Hall of
1: very good. Kelvin does. Could it make the hall of fame?
2: Uh, n- like maybe like two decades after he retires, but he's definitely not like a first, second, third ballot guy. Like, so he's it, gonna be the next
1: we, Kevin Lowe?
2: Yeah, like <laughs> in in order for him to make the hall, yeah, he'd he'd have to. He be. doesn't. I, I
3: I'm. I think. He just doesn't have like, enough individual accomplishments. Yeah, like, it's all like, no, it's a team game, but like you know, he had really good linemates.
0: But the argument is like you kind of have to be a pretty good player on your own before you can be stuck in with. Like you don't have to be as good as a Crosby, but like you still have to be able to keep up with his foot speed, for example. You just can't sure be a shit as Olson. Yeah, basically, you can't be me. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it. I'm not gonna.
2: You made the hall of fame. There. The hall of fame would be a joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'd make the hall of very good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, if you're riding
3: Crosby yeah, like, and like McDavid, he would, shotgun. he would
2: make the hall of very good. I'd give him that. He'd he'd be a first ballot into the hall of very good. If he's riding a shotgun of like of you
3: know Crosby, Malkin, McDavid, Weber. I don't know who else.
0: wherever there seems to be a little drop-off to Weber. <laughs> right
3: yeah, off. I was like, where are we going with this? I read right <laughs> out of names, but...
0: Seems to be a little bit of a drop-off. I'm not saying Weber's a bad player. I'm just saying when I think of elite players like Crosby, Ovechkin, McDavid, there's a little bit of a drop before I go over. I usually put, in, you know, a Dowdy, a Chara. Ah! And then maybe I, maybe I a, a Weber
2: drop off. I think Chara would come before Doughty. Yes, I agree. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? I can live with that. I can live with that.
2: I, and I feel there's a couple more
1: people you put before Doughty as well. Yeah. Like who? Like Seth Jones.
0: Okay. 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 <laughs> cool.
1: This is not okay. the hating on the LA Kings podcast.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I gave in a little when you're like Chara above uh, above Dowdy, but Seth Jones. Let's just simmer down. All right, at we'll this simmer very down. moment, I would like
2: maybe a Victor Hedman in there, a John Carlson, a Chris
0: Latang. You
2: know, do you want? Uh,
0: John Carlson. I think John Carlson. I'd have to see a little bit more more out of him first, like a more consistency. So if we continue playing like he did this year, uh, yes, Hedman. I would argue it's Letang. very close. And then there's what, like 50 defensemen, and then maybe Seth Jones. Like, talk to me what Seth Jones has won a cup.
1: We'll come back. Yeah, we'll no, come that's right. right. I it got call real call it silent come real quick. <laughs> he could win it this year. Yeah, he could, he could win it this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Because the Kings can.
0: Yeah. And then you can talk to me once he wins it. But right now, he hasn't won it. You can't say shit.
1: Also, would you care if his Stanley Cup has an asterisk beside it?
0: I don't, Okay, I think we're going back to this argument. And I think this is actually a pretty good conversation to have with some other people. I don't think there's an asterisk on this cup, man. Like, I, like this one I said last week, I think this cup is as valuable as any other cup. Um, just because the circumstances are not in the control of the team, right? Like, if we bring it to another sport, baseball, when they won their World Series with cheating and with the whole sign stealing and everything, that deserves an asterisk. But this one doesn't. It, and for me, it's like, as long as it's not your contribution as a team or whatever, or league, that causes what team to win the cup, then I'm fine with it. Like, if the NHL decide to go, guys... Let's have a lottery for the winner of the cup. Then I'd be like, okay, this is an asterisk. I feel like it's harder, though, this year to win.
2: Yeah. Well, because everyone's healthy. Yeah. But, like,
0: for me, so that's not an asterisk for me is like a negative thing, right? Like, just FYI, this happened. That's why this this team won the cup. In my opinion, that's where the asterisk comes in. So, for me, I think it's just as valuable as any, any cup.
2: Yeah. I mean, I would agree with that. Like, I think an asterisk comes in when there isn't a level playing field, right? Like like when the Astros like cheated, like that's not a level playing field. Therefore they get the asterisk, asterisk right? But everybody in the NHL right now is is going to have to deal with the exact same thing. So so yeah, like I, I agree with you, Olsen.
0: Like I would put an asterisk, for example, if you want to talk about health, let me just jump in here. If the NHL was like, all right, Edmonton, you take this time off. Meanwhile... The rest of the NHL, we're gonna have a gladiator style warfare. The player that survives at the end gets to play Edmonton at full strength. Then yeah, that's an
2: asterisk. Yeah, yeah. yeah like like if, you if one conference started like and like as like the trial conference to see how the the other one or like how would like how the the rest of the season would be best facilitated. Then yeah, like I'd say there's an asterisk on that. But if if they st- Resume the season as is. Like I, I'd say like there's no asterisk, right? There, there might be like a note saying like you know like this was the season of COVID, but it's not a bad thing
3: necessarily. It's just saying like
1: now hypothetical, hypothetical. Say there's an outbreak on one or two teams, and that they have to now go into self isolation, and that destroys one side of the bracket. Is there an asterisk now on the cup? So like say so say like Toronto, uh, has an outbreak of, of their team. So now Columbus also has to go on, um, what's it called? They have to go on quarantine because they played Toronto for one game. Because then you don't know if they had any, you know, contact or any transfer of the virus. Is there now an asterisk then?
2: No, because then they're just following the the policies that every other team would have to follow. It just sucks that it was Toronto or Columbus that has to do it.
3: Like if you say like Toronto had Toronto the Leafs has it, and then Columbus by default gets kicked out, then you know arguably that'd be like an asterisk. But if you're saying they both have to be quarantined and come come back, then that's fine.
1: Yeah. So yeah. If, what if a team isn't able to come back and it screws up the bracket? Because say it was Toronto-Columbus, right? And they both can't play in the next round. Then the first seed of the Eastern Conference gets a a free buy. Then Boston
3: gets a buy in in their first round.
1: Oh, Boston might not make it, you know? They might not win the first seed, right? But, like, yeah, like, is that still considered fair?
0: I think so, man. At the end of the day, I don't think you get an asterisk because it's not, okay, it'd be an asterisk if one of the players who knew he was sick walked to that in your hypothetical scenario. Toronto side just coughed on everyone. Then there's an asterisk. Yeah. But this isn't nothing to do with dumb, right? That it's like an extraordinary circumstance. As long as it's not something that was in their control, I don't think you had an asterisk, man. Simple as that. It's mm-hmm. as long as it's not in their control.
2: Yeah, like as long as every team abides by the same rules that's set out by the league, then there's no asterisk. No,
1: yeah. I agree with that. And that's uh that was just to, you know. Allow Austin to have his weekly talk about whether there's an asterisk because apparently we have to talk about it every week.
0: You know, the meme where the guy is just like stringing his neck and he's like all like puffed up because he needs he wants to say something really badly.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's me when it comes to hub cities,
2: uh, asterisks, and shitting on teams. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've covered two of the three, so is this a segue to the third?
0: <laughs> I mean, but... <laughs> kind of. <laughs>
2: Maybe. <laughs> well, you know,
1: Alston, you know, it's it's like a tradition almost every episode. We have to have terrible tra- tra- transitions. We need to talk about Asterix, Hub Cities, um, shitting on either the Sabres or the Sens. And then Alston always has to, you know, complain about tr- trying to play trivia because he never gets them right. So I think that that is a good transition there Kelvin. Look at uh, him uh,
0: with his good, good. transition. Well done, Jeffrey.
1: <laughs> what a setup. Alston loves trivia and you know i think you know last time he, he's not a big fan of hockey trivia, trivia. he he did okay in, in his geography trivia than the last time we played so i think it's now we combine it with some hockey trivia and you know now that we have some friends here i think it's going to be a little bit more competitive so that you know everyone's going to try a little bit harder so we're going to play some little hockey geography trivia are we ready boys Is the answer the Winnipeg Jets? (laughs) (laughs) So so this version of hockey geography is which arena is farther from the other? So I'm going to give you two arenas, and you're going to tell me which two arenas are farther from one another. So does everyone kind of get that, or is it too confusing already? So basically, you're going to give two sets (laughs) of
2: arenas, and we have to figure out which distance between the... Each set is further.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm gonna make this more fun. I'm not gonna tell you what team they are. I'm just gonna give you the arena name. So it's kind of like the Climate Pledge Arena, where you actually don't know which team they play for. You guys really well, need to know your know your arenas now. Are you so, gonna say uh, Little Caesars? I know mean, uh, that well, one.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Why well, don't we start off with Little Caesars? So uh-huh. which which two arenas are farther? The Enterprise Center from the United Center or the United Center from Little Caesars. Which uh, one is farther? And this is based again? on driving distance.
0: I'm gonna go with Enterprise and United. Actually no. Enterprise United or Little Caesars and and
2: Enterprise and United, right?
1: Yeah. So
2: Enterprise it? United and United Little Caesars?
1: Yeah. So let's go let's go in order. So we'll go first. So we'll do actually we'll we'll kinda of like rotate in between the three. So Olson goes first, Anson second, Kelvin third.
0: All right. I think so the Alson Enterprise Arena first. is somewhere in the northeast because it seems like they're just shoving Martin Brodeur down my throat on every single Enterprise commercial on TV because I'm a boomer and I watch and I watch commercials when I watch hockey. Um Somewhere in the Northeast, I feel like. So, I know I'm completely wrong that Santa Fe is not in the Northeast. But I'm going to do this for, my, for the sake of this argument. And I think United Center is in Chicago. And I feel like Chicago to Detroit isn't that far. So, I'm going to go with Little Caesars and United.
1: Is the... Uh... Wait, Is the what? longest? It's farther. It's closest.
0: The closest think... Is the closest. So in this okay, argument, so we're, we're asking which one's
1: farther. Hold
0: Enterprise hold and United is farther than Enterprise <laughs> and then United and Little Caesars.
1: Okay, so you're putting down that St. Louis. Church-
0: Oh shit. Okay, that's
2: a trial
1: that's, round, that's an okay? Asterisk.
4: Because
2: now, that's an asterisk. now who's not prepared? That's the asterisk. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. Anson, your turn. We'll, we'll just give this. This is a test round, okay? Anson, which one's farther?
3: Well, now that I'm assuming one of them is St. Louis. What was it? Uh, United and Little Caesars and. United and Enterprise.
0: Yes. So for for of our listeners, one. for our listeners, we have a little chat going on in the bottom of our recording pot platform,
1: and for our
0: po- our podcasters, please read the chat where I've written it down. where the two options are.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: We'll oh, look at that. Oh, That's wow. so much easier.
0: There you go. <laughs> so again, I'm just gonna... to 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 uh, restate. We're looking for the longest distance. And Alson has I'm voted for United assume. and Enterprise. That is longer. I'm gonna. And Anson,
3: opposite. what do you've got?
0: The opposite.
1: You're going uh,
2: United and Little Caesars.
1: I think so. Yeah.
3: Alrighty. All
2: right. Kelvin. Well, I'm going United and Enterprise. Okay. So, so I kind of gave it away. I wonder where is, the uh, Enterprise
0: arena is. It's <laughs> in
1: St. Louis. Uh, United Center is in Chicago. Um, so the distance between those two arenas is 4 hours and 27 minutes on Google Maps. From uh, United Center in Chicago to Little Caesars in Detroit, it's 4 hours and 36 minutes. So it's a trial round. We'll, we'll give that as a trial round because, you know, there is an asterisk, so we won't give him a point for that. Is that fair? Right, is right, that fair right. for yes. everyone? Yes. All
3: right. I think he was at 407 on one of those.
1: Is that acceptable for everyone now? Very much. Acceptable. <laughs> okay. So the next one Scotia Bank Arena and
0: oh, Buffalo. Nice. Key
1: Bank Center. Wait, is it Key Bank Center? Oh,
0: sh- Key Bank Arena, I think.
1: Key Bank no, Arena. It's Key Bank yeah. Center.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> Shut up, Paulson. I've Shut got the question. <laughs> <laughs> Versus. The Prudential Center, and NASA Veterans Memorial Center,
2: and NASA. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, Coliseum yeah. or whatever it's called. Alright. Oh, yeah, I know
0: that yeah, one.
3: Yeah, I got you. I got that you. one. That one, yeah. Ooh,
0: I'm gonna go with Prudential gonna and NASA.
1: Wait, I I'll say. You, who's leading this trivia? Shut up! It's Anton's turn next. <laughs> I'm okay, the David. star. <laughs> Anton, you can. You have the first choice. We'll, we'll give you some time if
2: you it's, feel like. Oh no! He, he, I mean, goal. if you go kind of think two of us have already made our points clear. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I know what I'm going with.
0: Me too. I know what he's going with
1: too.
3: <laughs> I, I think okay. Nassau is uh, Islanders. I'm not too sure. I don't know where KeyBank is, so I'm just gonna go with that one.
1: So you're saying really? KeyBank and Toronto? Oh fuck! Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> okay, my we all live god. in Toronto, so we already know what we're talking about. Key but Bank and true. Scotiabank Arena are, is farther than Prudential and Nassau.
3: Can you tell me where Key Bank is? So no, no. Oh, no. no. No, no, no,
2: no,
1: no, no, no,
3: no, 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 <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no, no. No, 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 no.
3: Buffalo? No. I, I don't know. You told me.
2: <laughs> I yeah.
1: can't say anything. So Scotia Bank Arena and Key Bank Center, are you saying, is I mean, at point, I'm locked in. You're locked in? At this in? point, I'm locked in. Okay, next one is Kelvin.
2: All right. Well, I, I'm going to go with the Prudential and Nassau. Okay. As further. Okay, and Olson.
0: I'm going to change my mind. I think it's farther from Toronto to Buffalo than it is from New Jersey to Boston? Long Island.
1: Are you locking, that in? It, I'm locking it in? I am locking it
0: in. No, it isn't.
1: What? So, oh, freaking Calvin. So, oh, Prudential Center is where the Devils play. Shit. <laughs> and that's across. <laughs> so, between... Oh. The Prudential Center, home of the Devils, to Nassau Coliseum, home of the Islanders. It's only an hour and five-minute drive. uh, Scotiabank Arena, home of the Leafs, to Keybank Center, home of the Sabres. It's an hour and 44 minutes. No. uh, (laughs) Game is rigged. This is like the NHL lottery. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Shit on me. Sure. Next up, we have... The Scotiabank Saddle Dome <laughs> to... I need, I need to make sure I get this right here. Just give me a sec here.
0: I so I Scotiabank Saddle
1: Dome to Roger's Place. Wait, oh, Roger's no. Place. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. Is it Place? Okay. You guys got that? Race. Yeah, okay.
1: To versus Emily Arena and... Let me get this right. I, mean, I don't want oh, to say no. the wrong word.
0: Oh, no. Mr. I do
1: prep. and t Center. B T N T Center, okay. BB&T. Here, okay, I'll type it in the group chat. B-B-N-T. B-B-N-T. I think I know what okay, you're talking yeah, about. It. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Scotiabank Saddledome to Rogers Place versus Amelie Arena to BTNT and t Center. So first up will be Kelvin in this round.
2: Oh. Man,
3: so we know what the first one is. How is the
2: province? Uh, is it the province? You know here? what? My gut what? says it's Emily Arena and BB and C, but I've been following my gut for the past two rounds. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Saddledome and Rogers Place. Okay. So I think provinces are pretty big. <laughs> okay. Next up is uh Olson.
1: Oh.
0: Okay, so how do I do so kinda of explaining where the cities are?
1: I think there are
0: flights between Scotiabank and Rogers Place, those cities. I'm not exactly sure if I can get a flight from the city in that Amelie's in to BTT. So with that in mind, I think Scotiabank to Rogers Place is farther than Amelie to BTNT. Okay.
1: And Anson.
0: I have
3: no idea where the other, the second set <laughs> is.
1: I so I'm going to go
3: with that one.
0: So can I jump in after and kind of give you my guess where Amelie and T are?
1: So let me first give this off to... Um, uh, let, let's provide some insight here first. So uh, Tampa Bay plays at the Amelie Arena. Yeah. yeah. And the Florida, I knew that one. Florida
2: Panthers played oh, yeah.
1: right at the T Center. So, you know Kelvin was right that, you know, you know, provinces are big. Province, you know, oh, Alberta no. is big Oh no. There's, oh, there's, no. A there's a plot in I here. I should fucked <laughs> with my cat. But Calgary and Edmonton are 3 hours apart. Tampa Bay and oh, Florida are, are 3 hours and 37 minutes apart. Oh, <laughs> <man>. oh, <laughs> no! Oh. I should have so, stuck with my guy. <laughs> Anson gets another point. So technically, Anson's got everyone right. Even though he doesn't know any of the teams or the arenas. Is- Dude, I don't know oh.
3: geography. This
0: is miserable.
3: <laughs> I got a 68 in geography. Oh, that was okay. in Canada.
1: It's okay. Let's do one more. Okay, last all one. Right. All right, all right. So here we have PBG Paints Arena. Okay. And I think it's called Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo? Arena. Oh. Center.
4: Center okay. Not Arena.
1: Okay. Center. Versus Gila River Arena. What? Yula <laughs> And Gila River Arena. And T-Mobile Arena. Let me type that out in the chat for you guys. T-Mobile.
0: Oh, okay. I think no. I know
2: where. Oh, where's Wells Fargo Arena? Wait, where's Wells Fargo? Wait, I no. I know, I know where Wells Fargo, Fargo is. Oh, I so don't I know. don't know, where, I know where, where the other ones are. River First
1: is. one up is Olsen in this round.
0: Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna help. Out has
1: zero points. Actually, I forgot to mention that. We we're okay. praising Anthony, but we need to also shit on Kelvin here. Okay. All right, I
0: believe Gila River and T-Mobile are. Um, how do I put this? They're more in the southern half of the United States. Meanwhile, uh, PBG and Wells Fargo, I think, are in the northern half of the states. I'm going to go with Gila River and T-Mobile are farther than PBG and Wells Fargo. Okay. And... Oh, I... I think I gave I the where Gila I River it.
3: I think I know where the first set is, like PBG and Wells Fargo. Um. Again, I don't know where the other two are, so I'm going to go with those two. Okay.
0: That bodes well for me. <laughs> you know that. <right>? Kelvin.
3: <laughs>
2: Kelvin, like, what yeah. is your answer? Oh, man. It, this is, like, driving distance?
1: Yeah. Wait,
3: before oh. before you reveal it later, I want to guess with two of them.
2: All right. Yeah, for I. Sure. All right. I think it's... um. I think it's PPG and Wells Fargo, because I don't think that there's a direct drive from but that makes Gila it better, River it? to T-Mobile. Does that make it farther? Yeah. Well, yeah, because... <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> is Gila is it River good... Phoenix?
0: I don't know. You have to answer first before I tell you which one it is. Cause,
2: yeah. Because... Well, 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 I... No, I, I think it's PPG Paints and Wells Fargo is... Oh, wait, no, they're closer. So, yeah, Gila River <laughs> and T-Mobile are... For- okay, I get this game now. I get this game now. <laughs> yeah, I think Gila River and T-Mobile are further apart. Okay.
0: Gila River is Phoenix, right?
2: <laughs> no, And T-Mobile it's is Los Glendale. Angeles, isn't it?
0: Oh, sorry, it's what? Glendale. Yeah, okay, it's Arizona.
1: Oh, no, no we we're going to let Anson reveal it. Anson, can you reveal what you were thinking about?
3: Are PBG and Wells Fargo, are they... Um... Pittsburgh and Philadelphia?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's what okay. I think it is. Because I recognize Pittsburgh and like you had a theme yeah. going on. So. Yeah.
0: And then yeah. Gila's Arizona, T Mobile's Vegas.
3: Yeah. And then my yeah. other my other one was just I don't know where it is, so I'm gonna guess it.
1: And it so, worked pretty well. The problem was that Kelvin fell into peer pressure. <laughs> 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 no. if, you take, if you take the I seventy six. You can actually go straight, no. from, uh, PDG, uh Arena. but it's it's actually uh, still farther because Pittsburgh is farther from Philadelphia than Glendale is from. Oh. So no. Anson could have gone perfect, but he listened to Olson. <laughs> Calvin could have at least gone on one point, but he listened to Anson. So in the end, <laughs> everyone got that last round wrong.
0: You're welcome, y'all. You guys instead, are welcome. We'd
1: no. like to cheer for our winner in first place. It's Anson who got two out of three right. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And
2: Maybe that
3: was
2: three. Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of us are losers. <laughs> we confirmed it in the beginning that we were. I was a loser. That's so all right. <laughs> you know what? This is this is some real Detroit shit through and through. <laughs> Could have been first. There
1: are no winners. They are just losers. <laughs> Dropped. <laughs> either way i think you know that was a good round of uh i don't think we should play any more hockey trivia i think we should just do geography on this podcast Austin. it seems to me that it's more fun than doing any hockey trivia at all
0: all right it drives me less nuts
1: (laughs) all right and you know what that kind of comes to the end of our episode here today um i think first off we'd like to thank our friends even though they were supposed to be here to tell me i'm wrong i think they were a great addition to this podcast today, gives us a little bit more extra flavor, a little bit more extra, you know, conversation here. So I would like to personally thank Anton and Kelvin for uh, coming on to this podcast with us today.
4: Thank Thank you. you.
1: And um, before we end today, um, is there any final things our guests would like to say today to our
2: listeners? No, I'm Uh, also introduced
3: me as a Leafs fan. That is fake news.
2: Yeah, are, yeah, aren't you a Columbus fan? Uh, yeah, I don't know
0: why I said at least.
2: Not yeah,
3: you're a Blue Jackets <laughs> fan. My apologies. It was uh, absolute fake news. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. I, fo- I follow them because they are in Toronto, and I am in Toronto.
1: That is the only reason. I think uh, Anson is a bandwagon fan.
4: Mm. Doesn't mean I like them
1: for the Blue jackets, Some not the beef,
0: beef at the end.
3: I just want to say that uh, Dubis ruined the whole meme of Rangers getting a Stanley Cup and the first
0: overall.
4: <laughs>
0: and
1: is that it? I believe I so. I think so. All right, Jeffrey, you get the second last word. Oh, I, I get second last because it's always awesome. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you, you know, it's it's the long, it's the long weekend. Well, not really a long weekend in the U.S. I guess, because independence day is on a Saturday, but for here all of us in Canada, it's a free fishing week in Ontario and I'm going to be enjoying that. So, uh, hopefully if you guys, uh, good luck in your fishing trips, everyone, if you're going out there, uh, stay safe, stays physically distant. Um, you know, wear a mask if you're outside, if it's, uh, permissible and, uh, yeah, just make sure you guys stay safe.
0: Um, awesome. First off, it is a long weekend, Jeffrey, for America. Fourth um, of really? July on Saturday, so Friday is off. Oh. And, you know, love y'all, but wash your damn fucking hands. And, uh, yeah, love y'all.
1: All right, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Bank Fucks Podcast, part of the National Podcast Network. You want to complain about us? You can tweet us at BOP underscore POD on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.